2: craft month with the perfect pizza at home class from craftsy and anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's radios iheart country radio discover more shows and movies
1: for free
4: With
2: Windows 11 and Intel, you get the power to work with more speed. And you can arrange all your Windows programs and apps the way you want to see them with Snap Assist. Windows 11 and the Intel Evo platform make working from wherever better. Learn more at
5: windows.com slash brings you closer. This is our last episode of 2021. Get Mike. Harmon on Twitter at Swollen Dome. You can find me on Twitter at Dan Beyer on Fox. And you can find our executive producer, Ryan Bershinger, on Twitter at Ryan Bershinger. And the reason that I say it's our last episode of 2021, I also realize this. This may be your last episode of a fantasy podcast that you may want to listen to because it is championship week in most leagues that are playing season-long fantasy Week 18 leagues, sometimes they do occur going up into the final final week of the season. But I understand that if your season is done after your championship game, you may not want any interest in fantasy football. But let me just tell you this. Mike and I are actually going to be with you all the way through the Super Bowl, still giving you more content, giving you more episodes. We'll be talking about the playoff games. And in fact, we'll also be talking about the fantasy season that was and already looking ahead to 2022 so if you are scorn or if you are burned or if you've won a title and just want to continue success into the next year we encourage you to continue listening to the podcast because we will have again new episodes all the way through super bowl 56 now with that being said Mike is still on vacation in New York City, so Ryan Bershinger is with me doing the podcast. I had to start with the disclaimer because I just want people to know we are going to be around for you, and if you have sour grapes like me, if I would lose a championship game, the last thing that I'd want to do is deal with any fantasy, but hey, the best thing to do is just get on that horse, start looking ahead to 2022. I know since I'm out of all these leagues and I'm already looking ahead to who is going to be where and who I think could do what and what guy I believe is going to grow and what guy I think is going to fall back so I've already been planning that way Ryan Bershinger does have championship games to play and Ryan Bershinger has joined us uh in most of the episodes giving us his tales of his streaming defenses he will give you that much in just a little bit but Ryan as I bring you in how does it feel now you how many championship games are you in two are I'm you in two. two yes all right yes. two out of your four leagues so that's 50%. How, how do you feel in both of those leagues with uh, your status of maybe becoming a champion?
3: I feel good, but not great about both of them. I think mm-hmm. that in both matchups, it's going to be pretty even uh, looking at, I know projections are always weird systems, but uh, in terms of the projections, I'm very even in both of those games. And you talk about how we're going to be doing this all the way through Super Bowl Sunday. This Sunday is my Super Bowl Sunday. It's it is. Uh, this is the big the big Kahuna. That's I guess right. you could say that's right. So I I uh, w- when you mentioned the Super Bowl, I was like, damn, I haven't even thought of the real Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> thought of the real playoffs because here I am facing not one but two championship games this Sunday, and if I come away with one of them, I will be very happy. So. Let's hope. Let's see what happens.
5: Uh, we we hope that we have brought fantasy success to those that have listened throughout the year. Harmon is going to join us again from New York City. He is uh, put down uh, on tape, as we would say, uh, his top five lists at the quarterback, running back, and wide receiver position. So we've got that for you. Got your hot plays, cold sores, and ninjas couple of things before we get to versus defenses that you need to know. Lamar Jackson is very iffy against the Rams. The Rams have actually been kind of using this game against Baltimore as a bit of a revenge game for what Baltimore did to them a few years ago at the Coliseum in L.A., but Tyler Huntley likely would get the start for Baltimore if Lamar can't go, so you're going to want to watch his status. And then the other quarterback injury in San Francisco, Niners taking on the Texans. Jimmy Garoppolo in that thumb injury, it is not looking good for him to play in Week 17. So the Trey Lance era could resume with San Francisco as they face the Houston Texans team, a team that maybe is playing a little bit better, now could have an opportunity to maybe do something, and it could be a battle of rookie quarterbacks. We will get to all of that in a bit, but I want to get right into the information you are into championship games, so you've got to put your money where your mouth is. What defenses are you streaming this week? Defenses that likely would be available in leagues if you can pick them up.
3: Well, Dan, I've been talking about for a few weeks that I've been preparing uh, my defensive streams for a couple weeks now, looking at playoff schedules ahead of time. If uh, if you're playing in a championship matchup, hopefully, uh, if if a couple of these teams are still available for you, there's definitely great options this week. There's really interesting matchups. I had talked about how the uh, targeting NFC East defenses for the last couple of weeks has been super important. We saw the Eagles do a good job uh, against Washington a couple of weeks ago. Uh, the, D- the Dallas put up huge numbers against Washington in fantasy last week. And sure enough, Philly's got Washington again this weekend. So, they're a team that, that could definitely be of interest to you. Uh, looking at kind of the, the top 12 here, I, I already have it set up where I've got the Niners in one of these games facing the Texans, which is a matchup I like a lot, and I've still got the Cowboys set despite the fact that they're playing the Cardinals, but here's something interesting. Greg Cosell was on the herd on Thursday morning. And he talked about how, look at these last two games of the Arizona Cardinals. They've been struggling. They, of course, lost to the Lions, and then they lost to the Colts. It seems that defenses might have figured out how to play against the Cardinals, and that is the fact that they're doing very poor against uh, uh, blocking any sort of pressure, any sort of blitzes. The Colts, in fact, blitzed on every single third down except for one against the Cardinals. So you're looking at the Cowboys facing the Cardinals this Sunday, and the Cowboys, of course, have a terrifying pass rush. Uh, Obviously, Micah Parsons, not only defensive rookie of the year, might be defensive player of the year. They've got maybe the best linebacking unit in the NFL at the moment, so despite the fact that the Cardinals have a very strong offense, I'm not that scared to play the Cowboys this week. I still think that they're a top 10 defensive play. I haven't Fully looked in other directions simply because of how good the Cowboys are, which is weird for me because I've been so heavily matchup dependent the entire season. And here I am going to ride a defense simply because of their talent. Uh, I'm, I'm looking at them almost as a, uh, as, as a set it and forget it sort of play, which is not very in character for me in terms of defenses. Just in case, I kind of changed my mind. I picked up the Colts defense. They've got the Raiders this weekend. I I don't love that matchup, but I like it enough. And there's definitely a lot of value you can find. Obviously, the Seahawks uh, don't have a great defense in general, but they're playing the Lions. And Jared Goff is a little banged up, so it might be some Tim Boyle action. So there are still plenty of interesting matchups you can look at. I look at both sides of the Giants-Bears as as a, a definite possibility there. Uh, But yeah, that's kind of I'm not backing off of my strategy, but I have found a lot of information to back up my play of the Cowboys against the Cardinals this week.
5: The over under for the Cowboys Cardinals game uh, rivaling the Chiefs Bengals over under. For the highest in Week 17, yeah. it's something that we end up looking at. I don't necessarily disagree, and it was actually going to be a part of my three-point conversion, which now I'm going to have to change thanks oh, no. to you, Ryan Bershinger because <laughs> I did like Dallas's D, and it's not only it's not just because of DeAndre Hopkins and his absence in the Cardinals lineup. Rondell Moore has been dinged up. I am curious on what a James Connor can do for that offense uh, to maybe help them a little bit, uh, but. uh you know he he's been out but dealing with a heel injury chase edmonds just came back for them he though was able to at least uh, see some of that workload but if you had both of those guys in i do think arizona could be a a, a little bit more potent on offense But I do have concerns about Kyler Murray. He was maybe, he was on the borderline of being my give me one reason to bench a guy, but he is not going to get in that category. We'll get to all of that in a little bit, but let's get down to the numbers. Again, you know I love rankings. I love it when my guy is number one at top rankings each week. Mike Harmon is the guy with all of that info, all of those rankings, and so much more. Mike Harmon from New York City. Take it away. Give us your top five quarterbacks for Week 17.
6: Well, fellas, we've finally reached it. Championship week of this long, arduous, crazy fantasy football season. For those that navigated through, hey, congratulations. Uh, We're still standing with you and scratching our heads and trying to figure out how to read the tea leaves and, well, obviously updating rankings and news and notes as uh, injury reports and protocols dictate. But let's go through the top five quarterbacks for this week based on well, as I record this uh, from a hotel room in New York, uh, the the guys that are still in. Uh, number one, Josh Allen going up against Atlanta. We've talked about the Atlanta defense all season long. Occasionally, they pop back up, but you know what? Between the passing efficiency... And obviously, his running ability, Josh Allen, has been playing on a whole other level for fantasy owners. Yeah, I know. Remember that game against New England. Uh, The drops. I bring up the drops because, well, everybody seems to forget that. Number two, A-Rod going up against Minnesota. Do I call him that? I don't know. He was in the news and chirping a lot this week Uh, It actually made... uh, cut through some of my vacation time. But going up against Minnesota, a very generous pass defense this entire year. Now that the retirement talk has started, uh, you know, it gets the tongues wagging once again. But you're looking at an opportunity here. Uh, He, Devontae Adams, we'll talk about him in a little bit. Uh, But they get MVS back, opportunity knocks. You got Jalen Hurts going up against Washington. Washington, the worst against opposing quarterbacks for fantasy purposes over the course of the year. And Jalen Hurts has been fantastic. Again, the rushing attempts and opportunities there, uh, especially when when they've committed to the ground game. Look, from a passing perspective, if you get past that 200-yard mark, you're feeling pretty good uh, and you're in bonus territory. Where we're looking for is our 50 yards and a touchdown on the ground to give us a nice base. Uh, Dak Prescott going up against Arizona, as we know that – uh, Cowboys offense, yeah, they were sleepy. Uh, woke up this past week, perhaps doing it again. Arizona in the slump, and right now uh, defense uh, has been giving up some chunk yardage. Look for Dak and company to help push things once again. Let we look at Matt Stafford going up against Baltimore. I uh, hate to pick on the Ravens given all that's uh, transpired for them this season. But right now, you got Stafford and the Rams looking to finish strong after that midseason swoon, playing more effectively, efficiently, more weapons deployed in the run game, uh, becoming a bigger part with Sony Michelle, giving Stafford that play action pass and the big shots downfield. Look, the depleted Baltimore secondary, no match the rams offense this week and then yeah you say well where are the other guys where are the other big hitters yeah mahomes and brady a couple notches below looking for the run game to really be featured for the buccaneers so brady comes in at number seven and then you look at mahomes against cincinnati what cincinnati are we going to get uh we got the streaking kansas city chiefs but balance Wow, I'm talking like I'm listening to Pumping Iron in the Arnold Schwarzenegger documentary. Yeah, there you go. I got some pop culture in for you there. Uh, They're your quarterbacks. We'll get into the other positions as we roll.
5: Thank you very much, Mike. I thought Mike was just going to stop when he said Washington is the worst. I thought that was when the period was going to come in because it would be tough to argue because the Washington football team has been bad. And when you give up 56 points on uh, Sunday Night Football in front of a nationwide audience, yeah, that is not good. And the Eagles can uh, likely feast as you have Jalen Hurts third in that. The other point in Mike's rankings, he mentioned Josh Allen and, and the, the drops that happened in the New England game. Josh Allen for as much as the up and down season may have been for him at times, fantasy wise is still uh is still on the top shelf. Like there's the Patrick Mahomes obviously hasn't been Patrick Mahomes. Uh, But fantasy-wise, with what Allen has been able to do this season, still a top, top top-shelf fantasy quarterback and Mike's number one quarterback for Week 17. All right, let's get to the guys who run the football. Mike Harmon's top five running backs for Week 17.
6: Yeah, guys, crazy times at the running back position. Next man up handcuffing. All those things that we talk about every year. Uh, well, throw it out because you've needed to uh, really dig deep to try to get yourself to championship week. But here we are. Uh, only a couple of the usual suspects really joining the crowd here. Jonathan Taylor uh, locked in number one against Las Vegas each and every week. Uh, put him in Sharpie. Lock and load uh, as it were. They get their offensive line back. Obviously, the the fact that you've got an issue uh, at quarterback, that they're calling Philip Rivers and saying, "How's the arm feel?" The second straight week we've gotten a Rivers report, but Ellinger looks like he's going to be the guy. Although the change in rules, maybe last minute Carson Wentz is able to be back under center. I don't know. A lot of controversy. A lot of a lot of folks uh, debating all of these changing rules based on other players missing games during the year. That's a great debate for another time, another rant. Uh, for now, we stay with our top running backs on the week number two alvin Kamara. why because we've got a man with a huge workload uh, on tap this week going up against carolina carolina uh in the final throws Uh, Maybe of the Matt Rule era altogether, but uh, look at at the opportunities that stand there. I'm looking at Kamara as a a receiver in this one to see a little more work. But Carolina against the opposing run games uh, has been grossly inefficient. Maybe this is a place where we start looking at Mark Ingram? Question mark? Uh, as a little bit of a ninja. Uh, And then we look at Ronald Jones going up against the Jets. We've talked about the Jets' woeful. Well, they're just terrible in general. But the run defense in particular stands out uh, as one of the most putrid units uh, in all of the National Football League. expect for Tampa Bay to exploit it once again. Again, COVID hitting coaching staff, so we'll see a little bit of shuffling up and obviously all the rumor, conjecture, speculation of offseason availability uh, and the coordinators potentially leaving. You know what? There's a road to a super. Super Bowl to be worried about first, and Jones uh, acquitted himself quite nicely this past week alongside Keyshawn Vaughn. We'll hear about him uh, coming up again in a little bit. Nick Chubb going up against Pittsburgh, all the articles and, well, him saying all the right things and being tight-lipped where he needs to be about his role and how often he should see the ball uh, against Pittsburgh. Look for a steady diet Uh, as you got two more weeks uh, to try to earn your way in. Once you're in the dance, everything kind of changes, but all the narrative this week, usual suspects getting after uh, Baker Mayfield and talent and focus and all this other stuff, Uh, one thing that's undeniable, the run game and Nick Chubb Uh, unstoppable when they commit to it. Number five, David Montgomery of Yo Chicago Bears, going up against the New York football Giants. Again, another team that was built uh, in the Giants expecting to have a little bit more of that heart that Joe Judge and that that attitude, the defense would step up. Well, we haven't seen that. And Montgomery as a runner receiver has been fantastic for the Bears. Uh, we watched the quarterback shuffle. You got all the rumors about Nagy uh, and the front office. Doesn't matter this week, uh, Montgomery gets it done with a big touch count.
5: You know, to take Mike's point about the Colts, and it has nothing to do with the running backs that he just mentioned, but how absurd that the Colts felt that they needed to call up Phillip Rivers to play one game, which could be the most meaningful game that they played this season, but that's how desperate they were and how they feel about their quarterbacking situation. So to Mike's point, you probably rely on Jonathan Taylor. I'll also say this about Jonathan Taylor. Saw a tweet put out by the NFL Network on Aaron Rodgers and Jonathan Taylor battling for the MVP Tom Brady should probably be in that discussion as well. There's uh, Tom Brady should be, not probably. Tom Brady should be a part of that discussion. We'll see how much he relies on Ronald Jones this week as they face those Jets and uh, the uh, double-digit favorite that Tampa is, but Ronald Jones, Mike's third-ranked running back for Week 17. All right, let's keep it going. Let's go to the wide receivers, Mike's top five for Week 17.
6: Ah, the beautiful work of a wide receivers this year we're watching some ridiculous passing numbers doesn't matter you can shuffle out the quarterbacks we're still seeing uh, some big numbers put up on a weekly basis and well when we get down to the rankings, look, just like at the running back position, it's hard to argue away from what Cooper Cup has done over the course of this NFL season. Some record-breaking things. We'll argue about week 18 to we're blue in the face. Doesn't matter when we're talking about a guy who's been as operationally efficient as you can be, even during the Rams' swoon. He was still giving you fantasy goodness. And going up against a Baltimore secondary, so beleaguered, so lost with injuries, and going down depth charts, you've got an opportunity here for another monster day uh, and only fitting you know, for fantasy purposes, that one of the guys that helped lead you there is still available to you uh, to finish the job. Debo Samuel, Moore is a runner. All right, we've seen him catching the ball again. Uh, But this one's interesting. Jimmy G with the injury, looking at Trey Lance. Here's your time to shine, which means more deep balls, question mark. Uh, We'll see what the game plan is. But going up against the Houston Texans, they they still rear their rear back and uh, show their teeth now and again, Uh, but looking for the opportunity here. Uh, again, the big play threat makes him a top five virtually every week. A.J. Brown, we saw him in that huge rep- return on Thursday Night Football. Now you got a big battle going up against Miami, the surging Miami Dolphins. Uh, but you're looking at a target count that's going to be in double digits. He is the number one for Ryan Tannehill in so, so many ways. The drop-off is immense. You saw just coming off the IR how integral he was to getting that offense moving once again in a hard-fought victory. Number four, Devontae Adams going up against the Minnesota Vikings. Yeah, if A-Rod's there, Devontae Adams is with him. Uh, All the celebration off that Christmas Day win over Cleveland and just looking around and and loving life has got to another double-digit catch day with a couple of touchdowns looking against this Vikings. Secondary that has been generous all season long. Yeah, they can get after the quarterback a little bit, but here's the problem. Uh when you have a jailbreak, you know, tonight we're gonna have the jailbreak. Uh means you're gonna have some opportunity downfield and Devontae Adams makes a pay. Finally, finally, if our number one quarterback is Josh Allen, that means his main man, Stephon Diggs, finds his way back into the top five. You've got reserves coming. Yeah, the guys, the cavalry. Cavalry? Cavalry. Cavalry? Cavalry coming. Yeah, see, see what I did there? I got some religion and, um, well, history mixed in there for you. Uh, as Stephon Diggs gets in against Atlanta, Atlanta playing out the string, maybe slightly motivated in these final games, but Buffalo's offense uh, looking to hum through and make sure they can capture another AFC East crown.
5: Those were Mike Harmon's top five wide receivers for Week 17. I do think that if Debo Samuel does make it into the top five this week, it will be via the running game. Even though he came off, uh, had, what, 11 targets, nine catches against Tennessee with Trey Lance now there, uh, likely to get the start. At least that's where we are at the time of this taping.
7: Hey, guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. we got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Nothing to do with anyone personally. But Creighton is the team every year that the nerds, you know, the basketball nerds are like, you know, he's Creighton. You do watch Creighton. And I'm like, I don't want to watch Creighton because I agree with Shannon the dude today. Creighton's never going to win anything. Stop talking to me about Creighton.
2: craft month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy and anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more
1: shows and movies for free. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos.
4: And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great.
1: From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby and modern-day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside.
4: Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
0: Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER.
5: believe that you're going to see the Niners really try to rely on the run and uh, not mess up a game against the Houston Texans that could be damaging to their playoff hopes if they don't get that victory. They are going to try to avoid the path that the Los Angeles Chargers faced in Week 16. Thunderstruck. Adjective.
0: Shocked and amazed by the power of fun on Carnival. Riding Bolt, the world's first roller coaster at sea, Brian got thunderstruck so hard, his 93-year-old grandmother felt it 3,000 miles away in Nebraska and immediately booked a cruise. Hooray! get thunderstruck starting at 289 carnival choose fun cruises are in us dollars per person double occupancy taxes fees and port expenses additional restrictions apply full details on carnival.com ships registry bahamas panama
5: those were your top five wide receivers for week 17 and to have debo samuel in at number two With the Trey Lance possibility at quarterback for San Francisco, I think if Debo does get into the top five, he'll do it with the rushing and receiving numbers. Got back to more of that receiving role against Tennessee, but I think that the Niners are going to try to avoid the path that the Chargers took last week. That's dropping a game against the Texans team that they need for the playoffs. Chargers now on the outside looking in. I don't think the Niners want that same fate. There they are, your top five quarterback, running back and wide receivers for Week 17. Now we go to the guys who may be on the outside of those rankings, but that you still want to play – This week, because of their possible matchups, and uh, we're going to be frank, we had a little bit of issue with Mike's recording on his hot plays, so I've got the list of a couple of names that you need to know. And number one on the list is a guy that, if he does play, You're probably going to want to roll with him and that is Lamar Jackson is still wondering as well about his ankle injury not practicing on Thursday Tyler Huntley was activated so if Huntley is there for you you may want to start Huntley if Lamar can't go again a way to massage the lineup but if you could get one of those two Ravens quarterbacks against the Rams maybe you want to do that Taysom Hill back for the New Orleans Saints the Ian Book era is done get Taysom Hill in as they face the Panthers Damian Harrison the Patriots taking on Jacksonville. He had three touchdowns at a loss to the Buffalo Bills, so why not play him as a hot play and continue that hot hand? And we'll jump back to that. Ravens Rams game, Sonny Michelle as a possible play for you. Uh, Sonny Michelle really taking the reins in that running back position. Now with Daryl Henderson out. I know Cam Akers is returning, but right now I still think it's Sonny Michelle's show, and we'll see how they navigate that for the rest of the way for the Los Angeles Rams. All right, those are your hot plays for week 17 in the NFL. Now there's the other side of the coin the guys you don't want to touch, the guys you don't want to see, you don't want to hear, you want nothing to do with. Mike Harmon is back with the cold sores.
6: Cold sores for week 17. Of your National Football League. Normally we're done by now, but no, it's championship week based on your new schedule and with all of the chaos surrounding protocol list, injury list. That's right, people still get injured uh, and general illness. Uh, we're finding some plays mixed therein. Guys you'll have in your lineup, but maybe you're gripping a little bit. And last week, Joe Burrow had himself a massive week. I believe he might have been a cautionary tale just based on expectation. Well, this week, uh, you got to do it again. You're not repeating the 500 yards, but certainly going to against Kansas City. What gives? Are both defenses going to be able to rally? Because remember Cincinnati was declared as a you know, big-time, top-notch defense weeks ago. Kansas City's been surging led oftentimes by the efficiency of that defensive front. We'll see what gives in this one. But for Joe Burrow, back-end QB one still in your lineup based on all those weapons, uh, but curious to see how this one unfolds. Kyler Murray going up against Dallas. I think you're going to get a little bit of the rushing efforts, but they haven't been able to Finish drives, And that's what concerns me here, that you get a lot of sound and fury, uh, and then it signifies nothing. That's right, I went Shakespeare on you uh, as we roll through in Week 17. Why? Because we get creative uh, as we flow. So uh, those are the two quarterbacks that... You know, I, it stand out to me as a potential flops for this week. Likewise, Joe Mixon going up against Kansas City. Maybe a decided effort to shut him down early, uh, run blitzing, etc. uh, can slow the pace. Ezekiel Elliott going up against Arizona. He's been playing well. That offense has been performing, uh, and they've been feeding him the ball as a runner and receiver. Uh, questioning this week. You know, the effectiveness, whether Arizona's got one last rally at them, even though they're on the road. Uh, but the opportunity there, uh, still a high-end number, two, uh, but a little bit lower than our normal spots. Uh, and then we look at Saquon Barkley. Folks, we're still starting to start him. Starting to start? Yeah, it's terrible grammar. But either way, going up against Chicago run defense, Bears trying to finish strong uh, after, you know, a, a little bit of an emotional week. We should say uh, a lot of emotions flowing around after the uh, passing of, of one of their longtime reporters. So um, a lot of emotion in the room and, and ready to uh, give their best effort uh, in front of the home crowd. So Barkley, a guy that goes down to a back end number two. Likewise, Cordero Patterson going up against one of your top run defenses and top scoring defenses in all football with your Buffalo Bills. When we get to the wide receiver position, a little bit nervous. Again, we go through the the fun of the Cincinnati receivers in terms of uh, pick one. Is it Higgins? Is it Chase? Who's the big winner this week? Uh, But C.D. Lamb, once again, I put him on the list. You know, you're going to have a decent... Uh, PPR number, right? You can get that five for 50, but are you getting the big day? I say no. Once again, that you'll be let down if you're anticipating a massive play from him here in championship week. And finally, move it down the line a little bit uh, for Keenan Allen, even with all the record-setting efforts, right? He and Antonio Brown, the only two guys, five-plus years, 95 catches-plus uh, in those in that span. Just amazing. Uh but he is a mid WR two this week going up against the Denver Broncos. The so much going on this week. Keep it apprised. Uh uh at Swollen Dome, because right, a lot of moving targets. We'll we'll keep it going, fellas.
5: And on the heels of Mike's uh cold sore play of Keenan Allen, it should be noted, Mike Williams will be back and available for the Chargers, the new protocols. He is allowed to uh he's allowed to go for the Bolts. So Mike Williams is there. Not that he usually takes uh, shares away from Keenan Allen or receptions away from Keenan Allen, but Justin Herbert will have another weapon there to try to attack that Denver defense. All right, final category for Mike Harmon, and then we will let him finish his vacation in the Big Apple the fantasy ninjas for week 17.
6: Hey, let's go to the quarterback position real quickly. I've rambled quite enough. Uh, Matt Jones going up against Jacksonville. The run game will be front and center, but expecting Jones with a little bit of operational efficiency uh, to find you some love here against a Jacksonville team riding out the string. I can't imagine uh, you don't have 35 destinations up on the big whiteboard of vacation plans for this squad, given the season they have had. Also, Justin Fields returns the to action against the Giants opportunity at home again expecting the rushing totals to help supplement what have been well oftentimes anemic passing efforts by the Chicago Bears over the course of this year Uh, as we go a little bit deeper Darrell Williams going up against Cincinnati Uh, he's going to be a mid RB2 a guy that you know has still Not a a lot of believers in the run game. It still goes through Mahomes in the passing game, uh, but you've seen the run game come alive with some regularity. Devin Singletary uh, going up against the Atlanta defense, an opportunity there. Uh, And then we, we look at Dare Ogumboale. Uh going up against New England. Not a huge spot, but when you're the next man, last man up with James Robinson's injury, uh opportunity there with a double-digit touch touch count to surprise. All it takes is one slip tackle uh and away we go. For the wide receiver position, we get a little bit deeper returning from his COVID protocol. You got Brandon Cooks. I've talked about Davis Mills. We've had lengthy discussions. May not love him, maybe it's based on draft. Uh, status maybe it's because of no expectations for houston but cooks sees a decent target count on a weekly basis he returns to
0: discover bet mgm the betting app sports fans in the capital region turn to for non-stop action all winter long take the excitement of football basketball and hockey to the next level with same game parlays exclusive signature bets odds boost promos and much more
6: action so we get him up this week marquis uh, valde scantling going up against the minnesota secondary double team triple team boxing one on Devonte adams well that means opportunity uh going the other way and finally hey kj osborne i would do my on the wings of love joke I just did anyway, uh, going up against Green Bay. You don't have Adam Thielen anymore uh, to come back and try to take any of that target count done for the year. And we've seen Osborne uh, with some big play capability. And this is one Minnesota fighting to have any relevance towards the end here uh, means Osborne is in for a big target
4: count.
5: There they are. Your fantasy ninjas for week 17 from the one and only Mike Harmon. Get him on Twitter at swollen dome.
0: Cruises are in U.S. dollars per person, double occupancy. Taxes, fees, and port expenses additional. Restrictions apply. Full details on Carnival.com, Ships Registry, Bahamas, Panama.
5: Now's the time of the program where I get to give you my one reason to start a guy, and I'll give you one reason to bench a guy. I'm going to give you a reason to start Boston Scott running back of the Philadelphia Eagles. It has nothing to do with Miles Sanders being out with a hand injury. Maybe that is the reason why you would start him. But also, as we touched on earlier, Washington the worst. Listen, they're just on a bad roll right now the Eagles are trying to vie for that final playoff spot that they're holding on to in the NFC and they're going to do it via the run game now with Sanders out it's going to be Boston Scott and Jordan Howard I like Boston Scott in that start opportunity if you're looking for a flex even if you're looking for an RB2 if you're thin Boston Scott would be a guy that you got to start and I'm going to give you a reason to bench he was going to be maybe Kyla Murray Burst touched on him in streaming defenses I'm going to go a bit of a different way Josh Jacobs running back of the Raiders he's just been a disappointment to me for most of the season. I think that the Colts try to stop that Raiders run game and try to see if Derek Carr can beat him. He may have an opportunity to do so. I just don't love Josh Jacobs against Indianapolis. So Josh Jacobs is my guy that you would want to bench this week in week 17. All right, I'm gonna bring in Burst for our three-point conversion. This is what Mike and I usually go back and forth with our three-point conversions and our three things. I'm just going to throw mine at you, Bershinger, as we kind of wrap this up. Dance with who And that's the advice that I would give with you. And I think you touched on it earlier as well. The last thing you want to do is overthink things. I would rather lose a championship game knowing that I just played my guys that I had better matchups and didn't want to get cute with anything dancing with who brung you when it comes to a fantasy title game
3: no i agree uh for example in in one of these games i've got ezekiel elliott i'm not i'm i haven't benched zeke i'm never going to bench zeke Mm -hmm. i know overall he hasn't been exactly who uh the cowboys have kind of moved away from the run game in terms of full reliance on zeke obviously tony pollard has had a great season but zeke is still i believe running back 6 on the year. So, uh even though on a on a national scale, if you've been casually paying attention to Zeke, you might think, "Oh, he's having a down season. He's not been that great." He's still been a steady fantasy producer. He's he hasn't exploded for huge games here and there, but he will get you mid-teens to to low 20s. He still puts up RB1 numbers. Uh yeah, I'm I'm relying on the guys that've gotten me there same at like tight end uh, for the entire season, it was either Dalton Schultz or Noah Fant. And over the last month and a half, Dalton Schultz has been getting me there. And I'm sticking with Dalton Schultz also because Noah Fant just it really hasn't been doing anything. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but He might against the Chargers. You never know. Exactly. Exactly. And, like, for example, Mike did mention Joe Mixon as a cold play, uh, as, a, as a cold sore. Um I'm still going to start Joe Mixon. Yeah, and and I'm not I, I'm not saying that I'm ignoring Mike's advice. Obviously, what Mike is saying is don't don't be surprised if he is bottlenecked just a little bit. But uh, I'm still going to roll with Joe Mixon. I'm still going to roll with the guys that got me there.
5: Yeah. I, and that that Kansas City Cincinnati game is uh, to me, it's point number two. I'm glad you mentioned it. It's deja vu all over again to me with that matchup. I could be completely wrong on this, and I will admit it on the next podcast if I am. But I had a big week in week 11 of the season when Dallas was going to Kansas City, and I'm like, I'm loading up on everybody. Because this was right after the Chiefs and Mahomes went to the uh, Las Vegas, and Mahomes got on track, Dak and that offense were going. Sure, the Cowboys ended up losing Amari Cooper, but I stacked guys in the guillotine Super Chop League that I was in that game ended up nineteen to nine. That was it was a it was a big disappointment. If you played anybody from that game, I actually think you could see a similar scenario with Kansas City and Cincinnati. But to your point, there's no way you're benching Joe Mixon. There's no way you're benching Jamar Chase. There's no way you're benching T. E. Higgins or Tyree Kill or any of those guys. All those guys could play, but it's those sort of matchups that also provide Week 17 storylines. And the final point that I will make in my three-point conversion, I know I kind of clowned him recently on uh, on one of the episodes that I, I filled in for Doug Gottlieb on Fox Sports Radio, and it was my grievances as we were celebrating Festivus, and I saw a fantasy show tell me, Birch, that I needed to sit Jared Goff and Davis Mills, and I thought to myself... <laughs> There is no way in hell in a playoff game am I going to try to uh, spice things up and end up playing Davis Mills. But I will say this, Davis Mills, better fantasy game than Trey Lance when those two teams meet this Sunday in Santa Clara.
3: I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, because obviously Davis Mills has had actually a little more experience than Trey Lance. Yeah. Uh and and he's actually been not bad. Like, and uh and you get Brandon Cooks back. Brandon Cooks has had huge fantasy performances this season at times. So uh no, I, I don't I I don't think that's crazy. I, I think that uh that, that Texans offense is is not terrible under Davis Mills, and they just throw it because Uh, They just have a a graveyard of running backs, it seems like. But uh, I'm hopefully on the other side, obviously, uh, with with Trey Lance going, I'm hoping to see if Elijah Mitchell is healthy, um, a a steady, steady run game. I know Mike mentioned he wouldn't be surprised if if Lance is going to be kind of airing it out to try to show that he can. But also, we know what Kyle Shanahan is, and we know that they're trying to get into the postseason. They're going to rely on what's getting them there. Going back to our first point, they're going to run like crazy, whether that's Elijah Mitchell, whether that's Jeff Wilson. Debo's going to get work anywhere and everywhere he can. Uh, So I, I feel I have both Elijah Mitchell and Jeff Wilson, and I feel full confidence in starting whoever is going to be the guy in this game. It should be Mitchell if he's healthy. If not, I have full confidence in rolling out Jeff Wilson.
5: Again, I also think you're going to see some Debo Samuel uh, in that matchup as well. He's Ryan Bershinger. I'm Dan Byer. A big thanks to Mike Harmon again, who you normally hear on this podcast, but on vacation taking time out to do this. And a big thanks to you, Bersh, for taking time out. I know it's a busy week and mixing of schedules and whatnot, but for making this work. Find you on Twitter, at Ryan Bershinger. And best of luck in your two title
3: games. Thank you, thank you. I really do appreciate that. And one one final note I, I want to mention to anyone out there who's listening. If you're listening, obviously you care about fantasy football. I hope that if you're not in a title game, that if you're in a consolation bracket, that you at least try this week. Just for the sake of the integrity of the league, just for the sake of of, of having fun with it. Fantasy football is all about having fun. If you're not in the playoffs, don't completely disregard your week and and start guys who are injured go ahead and set a lineup and have have it roll out there and see what happens and then you can kind of gripe to the champion when you say well I actually scored more points in week 17 than you did but beside the point, have fun this is fun and and please uh, keep going your your season the season is not over even though your season might be
5: I will leave you with this by the way that that ending that you had there. Had a bit of a an Andy Rooney or uh, even a David Muir ABC Nightly News before we leave you tonight. Before, before, before we leave you, a story that warms the hearts. Um, ben Roethlisberger admitting that maybe uh, this is going to be his last home game. I have a feeling that this could end up being a pretty mess. Ooh. That where Ben is going to try to. Let's give him one more show for the road, and it just blows up in his face. It would be something I'd be worried about. It's going to happen on Monday night. They take on the Cleveland Browns. He kind of admitted it this week as well that, yeah, this likely could could be it for the Steelers quarterback. I just have this awful feeling that it will blow up in his face. Maybe there's magic. Maybe Chase Claypool and Deontay Johnson have huge games. I just don't see it happening, and I actually I think it could be the uh, the worst uh, side of things. Oh, and by the way, <laughs> Russell Wilson brings up today, eh, this could be my last game as a Seahawk, who knows? He wasn't <laughs> even asked the question. My goodness, it starts already. All right, thanks to you, Bursch. I'm Dan Byer. Find me on Twitter, at Dan Beyer on Fox. We wish you great fantasy success, and we will talk to you on Tuesday morning in the new year. Be well.
2: Any company can offer you a job. At West Monroe, we'll offer you a career. We're a people-first consulting firm, because when you thrive, our clients thrive too. Ready to make an impact? Go to westmonroe.com slash your impact. There's plenty to celebrate in March, and ex-
4: At these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply.
0: As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds,
4: it was shocking.
0: I have to know what were they thinking?